Blog Talk Radio. Quarters. Security, condition three. Thank you. Security three, sir. General quarters three. Intruder alert. GQ three. Intruder alert. Well, Mr. Sulu, you just know everything going on, don't you? I can't get anything past my doorman, and that's just fine because I love him. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again. Adam Perry Salon, I want you to know how happy I am that you are here and keeping me going every week with fun. So we've had so many fun people on, so many folks, because you support me by downloading, by listening, by subscribing, uh, some people by sharing this with your friends, and so that's how... I can continue to keep bringing wonderful people to you. So thank you so much. I am, uh, of course, your host and crew, Madam Perry. Now, just to kind of go over some things that we've happened recently, because I get a lot of... Oh, you can still... Always use the link that you listen to the show. I keep finding some that I don't even know that I'm on. I don't know if they're bootlegging me and and turning a buck out of it or whatever. Uh, But the point is, it's all good. Recently, we had on here in the summer, Athena Bass. Athena is a drummer, a working drummer. She actually plays more like hard rock and uh, metal music. Athena is the younger sister of musician Tommy Lee. And when she was on back in the summer, she was also talking about her business, Athena Roma said. So bath products and candles, and so she's asked if um, she could come back on, probably in December, and talk about the new line of products she's lost for. I mean, is launching for Athena Aromas, and we are very excited that. And uh, I just talked to her about a week ago, so she said there's so much stuff to pack. Everything's been redone, new packaging and and fragrances and all. So we look forward to that. Also, uh, coming up in. November, I don't know where to start, going to have Amy Holland, singer-songwriter. She's uh, touring right now with her husband, Michael McDonald, and uh, then uh, Ricky Berg, you probably know from playing guitar for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and uh, Roger Daltrey, and he is going to be on. He's got a new CD. And you know, when you think about all the stuff that's going on right now, um, in in our government, there's never been a more interesting, exciting time with a lot going on in the news. I mean, it's like every day, every few hours, you check the news to see what's changed. Can you imagine if you were about 19 years old and working in the White House? Well, that's what happened with Donald Stenson. He was about 18 years old and a uh, just an intern working in Washington 
when the Watergate scandal broke. So imagine being 18 and being right there in the middle of everything happening, everything going on. And, you know, that's something, uh, that's an eyewitness to history that most of us don't have. That will never be repeated. But he's going to be on with his book at the end of November. But tonight, tonight, you know I have been so excited about tonight's guest. Now, a lot of people are calling me, a lot of people are asking me what, you know, what I can do, what she can do. I, I don't know where to begin. So let me just kind of go at it like this, and then when she will tell you far more, and she will answer your questions. Uh, she's an author. Uh, she's a Reiki healing master. She also does crystal healing candle healing. She knows how to work with pendulums, which is something that I've been interested in, but I've never found information on it. She's an author. She, several of her books, um, she's got three books that are very, very popular, uh, but the most, we're going to be talking about the, the newest one first, but just to make sure, and I'm checking my notes to make sure I call the titles correct, uh, Hearts on the Line. Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker, and the new, which is fantastic, it's called The Buddha Made Me Do It. Uh, and she says, what starts as a search for a decorative Buddha statuette leads one woman on a spiritual journey that will change everything. And she does not, <laughs> she does not exaggerate, this is true. Uh, she has her own uh, shows and she does magnetizing uh, miracles coaching. There's just way too much to say. So I'm just going to say, Marla Martinson, welcome to Madam Perry's Hello. Salon. Please come in and find a nice, cushy place to sit. Ooh, I see a nice velvet cushion right over there. It's red, and I'll sit right down. <laughs> Okay, good, good. Uh, when your friend Tony Green was recently, I think she either had the Paisley one or the purple one. So you've got the red one. I know, like oh, everybody right. has their own special. Yeah. Well, welcome to Madame Perry Salon. This is your first time here, and I am so delighted. Like we said recently, uh, Tony Green was on, and she's your friend. And she told me you've got to meet my friend Marla Martinson, oh, and you've yeah. got to have her on there. So. Get a lot. And oh, here I am, right in time for Halloween. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you've been on some. Um, you've been on the Today Show, uh, San Diego Living, Urban Rush, uh, uh, KUSI, San Diego Morning Show, hundreds and hundreds of shows, including Coast to Coast AM with George Nori. And now I've got you here in Madame Perry Salon. I am honored. I am delighted. <laughs> and so let's. Let's get to learning about you. Now, your newest book is that uh, the brand new book is The Buddha Made Me Do It. So um, just start by telling us what that's about. And by the way, folks, if you're listening live tonight, you can call in and talk to Marla. The number is 646-716-9922. Okay, The Buddha, the Buddha Made You Do It. <laughs> the Buddha Made Me Go. Do It. Yes, the Buddha, the Buddha made me do it, a field guide to enlightenment with L-I-T-E as the light. 
Spiritual Light. It's my spiritual memoir, which I did do two memoirs before that since I've been a matchmaker for 16 years. Um, I had written Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker and the sequel, Hearts on the Line, because everyone, when I would be at a party or anywhere and someone found out I'm a matchmaker, they all wanted, tell me your craziest story or tell me about it. And so I decided <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to write a memoir about it. And it's really, very, they're very funny. They're really good insight. And then... I didn't know that I had, and then I had written two dating books prior to that. So I've written five books, but I didn't know that I had another book in me. I wanted to write one, but I didn't know what. And and uh, my friend Julie, who is a celebrity ghostwriter and my friend and neighbor, um, actually gave me the idea to write this book. And uh, when my husband and I, so it's a funny story how this happened because when my husband and I bought a house in 2011. Uh, we moved from a small apartment in Hollywood, and we really wanted a house, so we had to move to the San Fernando Valley, and uh, we looked and looked and looked and finally found the perfect house, and I was, like, decluttering and things, and, and there was this Buddha statuette, like a wooden one that I had that a neighbor had given me. I don't know why. I just I got rid of it, trying to, you know, downsize, and then wouldn't you know, he mm-hmm. never asked about that until, you know, I got rid of it, and then so one day he says, Milo, where's that Buddha and I, and I was like, oh, no, I know him, right, because he's going to get mad if I say I, I got rid of it. So I said, oh, he goes, you didn't get rid of it, did you? I said, no, 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 it's probably in the garage. I, I'm, from the move, I'm sure I'll check and I'll get back with you. <laughs> so um, instead of going to the garage, I hightailed it, you know, around town looking for a replacement because I'd seen those same little statues in different spiritual bookshops and stuff. So I looked and looked, and I couldn't find one, and he'd ask again, Have, did you find the Buddha? I said, no, I'm sure it's still packed away I'm, I'm i'm trying to find it and so i thought oh what am i going to do so i look i googled and i found one more place that i said i'm going to check and then if if this one doesn't work if they don't have one i'll face the music right and so i walk into this place <laughs> called the imagine center on on ventura boulevard in tarzana and i walk in and i'm like oh i look around i see no buddhas i asked the gal at the desk um at the cashier desk, I said, do you have any Buddhists? She says, no, but uh, we do offer classes, take a flyer. And so I looked at the the, the flyer, and they offered uh, really cool classes for like $15 each, and they'd last like six weeks um, for like connecting with your guides, um, opening your psychic channels, and different things like that. So I called my friend Julie, and I said, Julie, I couldn't find the Buddha, but um, hey, they've got these classes. Do you want to take one? And she goes, sure. So we start taking classes there. And we loved it so much that we took every class they they had. I also took the crystal healing class, which I found out I could get certified in. Then we started taking classes all over Los Angeles. We took classes in candle magic, in pendulums, in went to channelers. We went to psychics. We went to psychic fairs. We uh, did everything under the sun. And um, Julie brought over a talking board. Um, a communication board she brought over two and uh we tried that and so we went on a big two-year adventure of of discovery in the spiritual realm different things from spirituality crystals the occult paranormal all these things and then she says hey marla why don't you write about it? you should write a book about this because a lot of the stuff was funny that we were doing too we had just so many laughs, uh, showing up at a bajan and uh, somebody, an Indian bajan in someone's garage in the valley, and I mean all sorts of things. So I did. I, I said that's a great idea, and this wonderful, fun book came out of that. And um, so I'm just thrilled. 
And that's, that's, imagine. that's how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of things? Because on your website it describes uh, the Buddha made me do it uh, as a as a memoir. It's a genre as a memoir. Right. So we see how the Buddha made you do it. Just that, that was that one thing. And I know what you mean because I've been trying to down miss, you know, or what you say I shouldn't take. And because of that one thing, the only thing your husband asked about led you on this search to find a Buddha, but instead you found the place where you could learn to um, and, and study more. So yeah. well, tell me. You know what? It's, un- what? it's unbelievable, Jennifer. It's unbelievable that, that uh, just one thing. So if we follow the little clues or, or be open because this one thing, just a, 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 mis- you know, a given away Buddha that, that my husband that sent me on this wild goose chase changed my life because I not only wrote this amazing memoir, but I'm now a, and I'd always been on a spiritual path, but um, it led me now. I'm a crystal healer. I'm a Reiki master. I do energy healings. I do angel readings. I was able, because of all the um, energetic work and study, I was able to open up energetically and channel my angel, which I met with Julie on the talking board. And now people contact me for, for distance healings and angel readings, and they come to me in person. And I'm into all this wonderful, magical stuff that I've combined with the matchmaking. And, I mean, this, I'm, my whole life kind of changed because of this Buddha statue that I gave away. Yeah. So just watch that one little thing in your life can, can really change your trajectory. It's very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so then let me ask you this. Back up. Now, we all, all of us, or most of us, talk about our guardian angels, meeting our guardian angels, feeling our guardian angel around us. Well, my guardian angels be watching. Not many people talk about meeting their guardian angels. So with this talking board, you said you met your guardian angel. Take us a little bit. Take us there. Okay, I'll take you on that night. So it was probably, I think, it was two thousand. Uh, it was October or November 2013, and my husband went to work. He's an entertainer, so he works at night. So Julie came over. Uh, it was dark, and she looked around all nervous. I said, don't worry, Adolfo's at work. <laughs> I could freak out. She had these two, two, two uh, talk, big talking boards, so she had downloaded from the uh, internet and put them on this tap board. So it was like, you know, with the letters, the alphabet, and then some numbers and some fun, like, ghoulish uh, cartoons on them. It was really fun. So anyway, we sat down in my in my office, home office, lit some candles, put some saints, statues of saints and Jesus and some crystals and said some prayers of protection. And then we were ready to communicate to uh, the beyond. And, and so we said, we'd never done it before. So we're like, hello, is any, you know, is anyone here that would like to talk to us? And first uh, there was kind of this trickster that came on and said, you know, hello. And we said, what's your name? And it said secret. And we said, uh, you're not going to tell us. And it said secret spirit. And we're like, oh, you're a secret spirit. And anyway, this trickster wasn't going to tell us, but it, it was nice. We said, are you, you know, evil? It said no. And it was just there. So we're like, okay, well, that was kind of fun. And then the next time we tried it, that trickster came back on. But we're like, okay, listen, can you get out of here? Because, you know, we, we want to talk to somebody else. And, and the uh, planchette starts moving. 
And and it says, I said, who who is this? And the word spelled A N G E L, angel. I'm like, angel, you're an angel. And then it spelled guardian. And I said, guardian, you're my guardian angel. And it said yes. Told me her name, and uh, and she said Merthyr. So it was this longer. This it's a Welsh word. I looked it up, which means martyr. And then after I got to know her better, she says, just call me Merth, M U R T H. So anyway, we had all these great conversations, and, and it was just beautiful. And then uh, I, Julie would come over, and we'd talk to her on the board, but I, I wanted to talk to her on my own. I wanted to communicate. So when I was by myself, I would try it and try it and sit there, and nothing would work. Nothing would move. And I tried that for about eight months. And when I'd ask with Julie on the board, I said, why can't I do this on my own? And it said, um, she would say, energy. So, okay, the energy's not right. I don't have enough energy, whatever. So once I started getting Reiki, getting um, these energetic attunements, meditating, all of working with um, the spiritual uh, side of things, uh, one night, about eight months later, I was trying it on my own, and it started moving. And then I've been in great communication ever since. And then um, last year, I, I decided to get off the board and start channeling. I said, you know, Mark, can we please get off the board? I want to have some direct channeling without having to do that. And so I put my hands on the keyboard and I do automatic writing and I could hear the messages and I write and I type them out. And um, so that's how it happened. So, and I never was one to, you know, I'd like, like Doreen Virtue, you know, she's a big angel uh, communicator. Oh yeah. You know, her, I love her, Mm -hmm. but I would listen to her stuff before and I think, you know, I really like her, but really I was, I was very skeptical. Like she's talking to angels. This is, this sounds a little, I don't know. And then, but when it happened to me, then I was like, well, yeah, she is. So sometimes you have to have direct <laughs> experience for something to to really believe it, you know, because it's sometimes hard to to uh, believe it. Believe it, you know, it's so fantastical. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, we also want to be talking some more to us, other things you've got going on, this experiences. Um, you know, um, people that listen know that I'm fascinated with astral traveling and candle magic and crystals. Well, I have a call for you. And remember, if you want to talk to Marla, the number is 646-716-9922. Because she's ready to talk to you and wants to meet you. And you welcome to Madam Perry's salon. And come on in and say hello to Marla. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Hey. Sherry. This is, this is, Sherry. Oh, this is Sherry. Yeah, this is That's Sherry right. Marla, and she has her own uh, show, Chatting with Sherry, and she's a playwright. She puts on a lot of plays. So, oh, nice. yeah, okay. yeah, she's a yeah, she's a very talented woman. So, um, have have you heard any of the show so far, Sherry? I came in late. I just heard a little bit of it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so what would you ask ask Marla? She talked she was talking about meeting her guardian angel through the spit through the talking board and um by trying to track down a, a little image of a Buddha she found this place that taught Reiki. <laughs> what, what was it called? Imagination? The Imagine Center. <laughs> the Imagine Center. And uh mm-hmm. learned about uh crystal healing, pentacles candle magic and all these connecting things. With so, your guide. what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Connecting with your guide. So, what question or what interests you about that, Sherry? What What kind of a question would you ask? Um, I don't know. Um, 
I used to be really into all that, but I've had a rough time of it in the last several years. So kind of become a little bit more cynical about mm-hmm. it. Things have been hard. And mm-hmm. as much as I tried, nothing worked mm-hmm. uh, with crystals. I still have them and, and tarot cards and all that because I could, I could read the tarot and all that stuff. I never could read it for myself. I could read it for others. But mm-hmm. um, how do you get it back when things have been really rough? Um, well, you know, I, whenever I have an issue or a question or a problem or something's going on, I do turn to my angels and I'll go on, I have my little board and I'll go sit down with my candles and say some prayers and talk to them. And, um, they always have really loving, wonderful messages for me. And, um, it's kind of, it's nice to know that they're there. Um, I like to sleep with my crystals. Um, I use them in my healing. Like I do, if somebody comes over and I give them a Reiki session, energetic healing, I always use a lot of crystals, which is just nice. They're very, um, I love the crystals. They're like, being, you know, um, beings in, in their own right uh, with with um, intelligence and uh, part coming right out of the earth. I love to connect with the earth. Uh, my pet, I have my my dog, I don't have any kids, I ha- I'm married, but I, and I have a dog, Macy, who's with me. I work from home, so she gives me so much love and comfort, and I guess I just, angels, and and to get me through, because we all have those ups and downs, you know, and, and we're not all perfect, like I know I should be meditating every day, and I don't, and um, so you know, we go up and down, and maybe on and off the path, or come back to something, um, so that's what I do. Uh. Yeah, and I keep telling, this is one thing, I'm, I know I'm not a psychic, but I, I think, you know, I often say that sometimes, you know, especially women, we'll sell ourselves so short, and our girlfriends say, oh, if you could only see yourself the way I see you, because mm, Sherry's such yeah. a vibrant person, you know, she, like I said, she has a show, she's a playwright and a writer, and mm. I just keep thinking that if Sherry would just open her eyes, she realized, I think that there's somebody very special that's trying to get her attention that she's not noticing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's our frequency and our and our vibration too. So when we're we're happy with ourselves, when we're doing our our spiritual work, we're you know getting out in some sunshine, drinking a lot of wa- water and organic foods and stuff. Our our frequency will rise, and then we do attract you know a higher frequency people that are resonating on that vibrating on that same frequency. Mm-hmm. Does that help? Hmm. I, I what do you think know. of that, Sherry? <laughs> What do you think of that? Um, I just, I I don't know. I was kind of wondering if you saw anybody, but I guess not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not really, I mean, I, I could, uh, I'd have to do a, connect with Mirth and do an angel reading because I'm not like psychic where I could just, somebody calls and I'm, you know, visioning stuff. So, but I will tell you that, you know, um, women especially I don't really hear men saying this but women will call into shows and they'll ask psychics we always want to know as women when is somebody coming who's coming and when right and it really depends on us it depends like I said on our frequency how happy we are our vibration when we're up and happy people are you know they they flock to us I know when I'm really in a good high vibration I go out I could go to the bank or the post office or, or the grocery store and people are looking at me they're smiling at me um you know everything's you know people are letting me in on the freeway and 
And if I'm down, uh, they're, you know, kind of avoiding. So uh, I would say to any woman looking for love, look at yourself, see if you're happy with your life, if there's anything you need to do to make yourself maybe in better shape or look better or feel better or or clean up, uh, you know, energetically or clean up in your house or clutter, um, you can uh, raise that, switch that around. So I think that's really the key there. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks for calling, Sherry. Bye. Bye, sweetie. And we had another caller uh, that just dropped the phone. Uh, They were from a 512 area code. So um, Mm -hmm. if you were waiting, they just ready to, that's about space open now. So 512 area code, I hope you're still listening. And then call right back. And thank you so much, Sherry, for calling. And, okay, so let's get back on so the Buddha, because I, I, I'm fascinated with this, the Buddha, looked, the search for the Buddha led you to imagine, and mm-hmm. where you took so many classes, and can I, can I go ahead and skip forward and ask you about things like mm-hmm. astral traveling? Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. So you're, you're into that? Do you do that too? Well, actually, I'm trying. Now, I had a guest on my show once who's... Um, well, actually, he's he was. I've had a few guests on that have had that experience, and mm-hmm. one of them is uh, uh, um, he's in charge of like a worldwide group. And I remember, excuse me, he's all about out of body experiences. And um, yeah. I told him, I said, well, you know, I was going to put the show as tag it as can't afford a vacation, sick of having <laughs> a staycation. <laughs> Learn great. to have an out-of-body yes. experience. <laughs> okay. That's right. You can go anywhere. Go up into the stars, right? It's great. Well, I remember as a kid, it used to happen to me. Um, I grew up in Seattle, Washington, and like in the summer when it was hot or something, I'd lay on my bed, and I would feel like my body, I would leave, kind of leave my body. And there was a couple times it, it happened once at night in bed, too. Um, I left and somebody was pulling me out. It was really weird. I was being pulled out and I was fighting for, Ooh. like, fighting for my life, you know, like pulling, pulling back and it came back in. I don't know what that was about, but I'll never forget it. And then a couple other times. And then otherwise that was it. And then once I started on this path with Julie and we're delving into all this stuff, I'm doing all the energetic stuff and the crystals. And I started <clears throat> at night, I was start feeling like my body, like my legs are floating or something. I'm floating up above my body. I would kind of come start coming out. And then what you feel also is this, and that you'll feel like a, you'll hear like, feel and hear like an engine roaring, like really this vibration in your ear and your body will vibrate like really strong. And then that's what's happening is your spirit's kind of disconnecting to, to go, take a flight you know and it was like whoa and and I have to just keep myself like calm like say okay it's okay it's okay just try it just try it well one night um I remember all of a sudden I, I I'm standing it's in, in the middle of the night and I'm standing in the in the cor- looking at the corner of the bedroom and I see this light coming out of the corner and, and I'm, I'm scared and I'm like what's going on and then I realize it's my dad and I said, and I look over at my husband who's asleep, and I'm yelling. I'm like, it's dad, it's dad, it's dad, it's dad. And then I see my dad coming, and then all of a sudden I'm in the bed, and my dad's sitting at the edge of the bed. 
and if he's in a uh, brown monk, like a monk cloak with a hood, and I scramble to the edge and I grab his arm and I look in his face, and his face is a little thinner than I than it was before, and his eyes are a little watery, and he's looking at me deep into my eyes, and I'm like, I, I'm going, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, and he's doing it like nodding, like almost a, a, a knowing mm. nod, like yes, it's me. And then he disappeared. And then I, like, scrambled back under the covers, and I I was just, like, astonished. I'm like, I can't believe what happened. And, oh, my God, and I was overwhelmed. Well, then I was talking to a uh, – a couple months later, I was at, like, this psychic fair, and I was talking to this psychic, and he said – I explained what I experienced, and he says, well – you had you met your dad on the on the astral plane. You know he wasn't it wasn't. My husband didn't hear me screaming. I was out of my body and I saw my dad coming. Oh, so, um, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, you should be um, thinking, well, your husband, I mean, I, how hard does your husband? Yeah, play, he, didn't you know? hear, he, he didn't hear anything. I'm like, you didn't hear me screaming. He's like, no, and and um, <laughs> so I. <laughs> And that, it feels like it was yesterday. It was so crystal clear. It wasn't a dream because, you know, how dreams, they go and they morph yeah. and they're this, that. They, this was one yeah. specific moment, you know, two minutes or whatever. And and that oh, was it. My. And it was so amazing. And it was like three or four years, three years ago, whatever. And then uh, another time I, I did go out and I went all the way up to the stars. And then I was flying and it looked like I was going over like the Mediterranean. There were these tile roofs. And, and um, beautiful crystal clear waters, and then I landed somewhere where there was snow, and I saw someone walking ahead of me, kind of holding my hand, and I thought it was Jesus. I felt that it was I couldn't see the face, and then we walked to a wall. He jumped over the wall, and I tried to jump over, and I I was back in my body. But those were the two most marked, you know, most um, I feel the like color of the line for you, like it was yesterday. Okay, okay. Oh, really? All right. Hi, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Uh, you're here with Madam and with Marla Martinson. Hi, who's here? Hello. Um, this is Trish. How are you? Hi, Trish. Doing great, Trish. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I was curious if you were doing readings and how they worked. Oh, I do readings. If you want, if you go to my website, um, MarlaMartinson.com, I have the information there. Uh, okay. I do. I channel. I channel my angel, uh, Mert. And what happens is, and they're really affordable. You guys, it's fifteen dollars for a message from Mert. And if you want a, um, a, if you want a long distance healing and a message, it's twenty five dollars. So it's it's really fun. Um, so what I do is I'll tune in and I will channel. I will um, channel her and type it all up for you and send it to you in an email. Uh, your message, and you can tell me like what you want to concentrate on. Um, so that's that's how I what I do. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Trish, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, Trish, yeah. let me let me ask you a question. Trish, have, have you ever had anybody read for you before, or have you had anyone practice Reiki for you or crystal healing? Um, I've had reading and Reiki, but not crystal healing. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I get the feeling that you know you do have some experience, you know, and have a lot some a lot of knowledge about these things. Um. Don't you? I definitely have some knowledge, that's for sure. I mean, more so about yeah. the readings than about the healings. What about when we were talking about Marla's guardian angel, Trish? Do you feel like you know your guardian angel? Can you feel your guardian angel near you? No, I actually can't. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah, that's, do you that's, want to? That's really, yeah, do you want to? Well, sure. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I don't really, I don't really know that I would recognize it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's, All right, it's, this it's, is it's to you, Marla. Yeah, it's well, it's tricky because I wouldn't have either, and I did connect on the board. Um, so probably my guardian, well, my guardian angel could connect in with yours. Um, so let me see, Trish. Should I do some? Should I do a little, a little channel it right now? Let's see. You want me to? <laughs> okay. So Trish, Trish, Trish you okay where with do you it? live? I'm totally okay, okay with this. Okay. Where do, Where do you live? I live in Connecticut. Okay, let me try this. <clears throat> yes, Trish, you are such a sparkly soul. It is so nice to meet you. I am Mirth, Marla's angel. Just relax, take some time to be with yourself and in nature. Drink a lot of pure water, get grounded, sit in meditation, and if you can get some energetic work done or if you do some energetic work such as Reiki or any kind of energy, uh, it will open those channels so that you can connect with us. We are on the seventh dimension, but we are here near you, and we are just waiting for you to ask for help. Angels don't just jump in like you would assume unless there's an emergency. You do have free will, and we will assist if called. We love to talk to you. Your angels are here and looking forward to connection. Much love, Mark. Okay. There you go. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Trish, how are we doing? You're welcome. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Thanks. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you You're so welcome. much for calling, huh? Yep. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Trish. Wow. Okay, I can nice. feel. <laughs> I feel, yeah. I feel a little extra energy feel now. It? I mean, that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, the other the other night the other night I had a little uh Halloween party at my house. It was actually a call it's a death cafe. I volunteer for hospice and there's something called a death cafe mm-hmm. that came over from England and so what we do is we get together and have a potluck and then we all sit around like in a circle and talk about death or loved ones that have passed or spirits or, or experiences and we had a wonderful time. I decorated the house for Halloween. We had about eight people and I didn't oh. know I really only knew um uh, the one, the woman that that uh, was running it, and then there were these new people that I'd never even met. I couldn't even remember their names, you know. And so we were all sitting there, and then at the end of the evening, um, Janelle, the gal who ran it, she says, "Marla, can you would you do give some angel readings?" And I'm like, "Well, sure, I'll," you know. So I sat down and had my little board, and I went around, gave each person a message, and they and I didn't know them, and they were all like, "Oh, this is right on. This is great. They they loved it." So I did kind of a little round round table reading thing and, and um I like doing that nice. as well. that, that was really yeah, that was very fun. That was really magical. Um, All right. so, Marla, I have another caller. Okay. For you. And this one I think Hello? may be from the I'm looking just at the phone if it could be from the West Coast. Hi, welcome to Madame Perry's Salon with Marla Martinson. 
Hi, this is Anita. Welcome, Yanni. Anita, yes, this is Anita from the West Coast. How you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm delighted. I'm delighted. I'm glad that you're here, too, to meet Marla. This is your first yeah. time in the genie bottle here, I think, so uh, of Madame Perry yeah, Salon. Yeah. But glad you're here to, to talk to Marla. I'm excited. Hi. You have a Hi. Hey, yeah. Have you got a question, a specific question, or just an area you want to talk about? Well, you know, I've been looking for love for a while now, and, um, you know, came out of a really long, crazy marriage. And so I tend to attract weird people, and I'm just curious if there's some good things coming my way. <laughs> You're attracting weird people, Anita? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Could be that I live in South yeah. Bay in California. <laughs> where where oh. do you live? I live down in uh, Redondo Beach area in California. Okay. Yeah, you're not far from me. I'm in the San Fernando Valley. Well, so, yeah. La La Land, La La Land can be interesting, right? So, it, yeah. How long? How long have you been divorced? Uh, we finalized a year ago. We were uh, separated in uh, 2014, early March. Mhm. Mhm. And how? And how have you been meeting people now? Have you been doing the online dating and and things like that? Yes, I actually I was told by. Um, a friend of mine who is uh, a psychic uh, to go online. She said it's the only way you'll find someone. Mm, and okay. I, I was kicking myself and didn't really want to do it, but she forced me to. So I've been on there for about oh. six weeks. And I did, okay. I did, I did do what she said, go out and meet a few. So I had actually three dates this week, um, okay. different ones like a drink, a coffee date, and then I had a dinner date right. last night. And I really felt the chemistry, but I'm not sure if he's like one of those wild cards. Oh. Um. <laughs> so he he could be a he could be a, a, a slasher, but he was sexy, right? He was <laughs> yes, he was. We had a lot of chemistry, but that you know could be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we you know that is true. Women, t- well, both men and women tend to mistake uh, wild like sexual yeah. chemistry, romantic chemistry for like, oh, that's my right. soulmate because I'm so attracted to this person. So that's great that you're aware of that. That you've got to get to know somebody. Um, so that's really good. Um, you know, I would say if you're kind of attracting kind of some weird people, I, I maybe look at your, um, do you have any maybe cords you need to be cut that are you're still energetically attached to your ex or any kind of um, uh, resentment or bitterness or any anger or frustration? Um, yeah. Anything that you need to, yeah, okay. So you'll it's wanna, a trust um, issue. Yeah, and I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a trust. I have been doing kundalini yoga for the meditation mm-hmm. and breathing, and it's okay. actually helping me. I'm starting to feel more balanced, and I, I feel like I have opened mm-hmm. up more to a uh, broader view of what I want and don't want, because I don't think I really asked for what I wanted before. Mm-hmm. And so I good. feel yeah, like that, I can. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah, you want to clear yourself, and you can work with, um, you can even Google how to uh, cords. You can call in Archangel Michael to help you with it. And I'm always doing yeah. that. Like I'll, I'll even do a, I have a little ritual where I'm going to do tomorrow. Um, if there's anybody maybe that you want, you want to cut energies with, it doesn't mean you're cutting them out of your life or you're cursing them or hating yeah. them or anything, but you want to cut those cords and you can sit even with their name and uh, put yeah. some candles around some crystals and a cauldron. And then I will do like a releasing and a prayer. And then I burn the name. 
And uh, okay. that is very powerful, too. And um, you could always come in. We're in the same city and come in for a, a beautiful clearing, crystal healing. I'm here. Or uh, there's a lot okay. of things you can you can do. Yeah. And then you want to yeah. maybe make sure I'm happy to look at your um, your profile, your dating profile, and see uh, if there's something maybe, you know, on there. Because a lot of people will put some things like, if you're this and that, don't even bother, you know, calling yeah. uh this and, and people will come off a certain way, uh, so you true, want to be more positive to the point. And so um, I'm happy to look at your bio. You know, to give you some tips. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're you're going in the right direction. But I would say, yeah, get that get that cleaned up. Your your trust issues, your um, the things that are still like energetically around you um, before you can okay. connect with somebody new. But it's good that you're getting out there. I like how you're being open and. Get, taking coffee dates and, and being open-minded. That's great. Yeah. It's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. Hard but, there, but, but don't, I'm doing but, it. But don't say that either. Don't say it. Yeah. What, did you say you're Jewish? Oh. What? Okay. No, what did you say? Hmm? I thought I you said it's, it's hard, hard. because you're Jewish. No, no, no. It's just oh. hard to throw yourself out there and... and Oh, okay. people and I thought maybe you know, you're looking for a Jewish chance. man, and it was hard to find. No, <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> no. So yeah, yeah, I I couldn't hear. Um, yeah, no, it's and don't say it's hard. It's not hard. It's yeah. an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> true, Have true. Fun with I it. did put that on, but I'm adventurous. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Marla, uh, I've met I met Anita once, just a couple of weeks ago, and she's she's gorgeous. You can tell she's Swedish tell by her accent and um oh. beautiful she just radiates a warmth and a love uh intelligence about her and so so people that know her or have met her you know we, we get we kind of take a personal interest in wanting Anita to find somebody that's really worthy of her well, absolutely thank you. and it's it's timing too Anita it's timing you know yeah maybe the right guy for you maybe he's getting a divorce now or maybe he's moving from another city for work or um true you know, there's so, you know, that is true. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's how I feel. I, I don't want to just take things uh, too quickly either. It, it has to fall in place. Exactly. Don't put too much on it. Like when you're out on a date, you don't have to think, is this my soulmate? Is this the one? Just go and have a good time and think about, okay, right. I'm meeting a new person and um, go, yeah. from, go at it from that angle. I like mm-hmm. that advice. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. it helps. Thank you. Thanks yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much, Anita. Okay. All right. Thank you, Jenny. Okay. Okay. You are so Bye. welcome, dear. Bye. Bye. Oh, also, Madam Penny, I wanted to tell oh. you, I also have a, I also have a, um, a uh, show on on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesdays, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, called the Mystical Matchmaker, and people can call in for advice and stuff as well. Hey, Anita, Hello? are you with me? Or? Oh. I think Anita Okay. Left. Oh. Oh, okay, that's right. Yes, Anita did leave. Okay, so your your show, Anita, I mean, excuse me, your show, Marla, is uh, it's on Wednesdays at what time? Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. Uh, and then, of course, it's there in the archives forever, like yours, so they could listen to it any time. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's called The Mystical Matchmaker, and I uh, – um, Usually, often I'll have a psychic on, and we will do readings or give advice or talk about love. Um, So it's a lot of fun. So people can call in there, too, if they didn't get on today and they want to ask some questions. I'll be there Wednesday. Okay. 
the mystical matchmaker. I like that. So uh, this is amazing. You know, you talked about learning to work with pendulums, and that's something I've seen, but I've never ever seen um, when I've gone somewhere like um, to shops where I go for crystals and things. I've never seen any classes or any demonstrations on pendulum work. Would you mind telling us about that? Oh. Yeah, uh, Julie and I did take a pendulum class at a place called the Green Man Store in Los Angeles, and that was a lot of fun. But there's a lot of books on it. There's, of course, you can find a lot of videos on YouTube. But a pendulum is just anything. Um, you see how all the pretty crystals hanging on the end of the chain, or uh, they also have them in, in wood, beech wood. I have a couple of wooden ones, which I really love working with. And then I have um, a couple of different crystal ones. But it, it, it's... Um, works with the energy. So I like to use it when I'm doing a healing. So somebody will be laying on the table and I want to see if their chakras are open or if their chakras are spinning in the right direction. So I will hold it over each chakra and I can tell. Um, You can use that. You can use it to gauge your own, uh, what's going on with you. Maybe ask, well, I, it's crazy. You know how I, I see so many women with breast cancer these days, and you see it on Facebook, and I know a lot of people, so I get a little paranoid. Sometimes I feel something, and I'm like, do I have cancer? So I'll, find, I'll take my <laughs> pendulum, and I'll hold it in front of my boobies, and I'll say, do I have cancer in this breast? Like, no, and it always and it says no. Or you can use it and hold it over some food. Is this food uh, good for me to eat? Or you can check different things, you know, energetically. Is this water safe or whatever? Um I like doing that. So you can do a lot of different things with it. I, in the beginning, I was asking different questions about different things, and it gave me some wonky answers. I, I was like, I don't, I don't trust it for for certain questions and stuff. But I do like it to to read the energy in the chakras and things. When um, when you wrote the book. Uh, was Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker. Um, one of the reviews I saw, I think it's from Women Connect Online, it said, uh, it says, Marla Martinson provides a candid account of what life is like for a matchmaker of a high-class Beverly Hills dating service. I found myself completely spellbound by this witty be- memoir. Uh, Martinson takes you on a humorous ride and sometimes the stressful side of trying to fulfill unreasonable demands of wealthy clientele. And mm-hmm. uh, she goes on to talk about being caught up in the glamour. And I, I, think, I think the person that wrote this and reviewed is given this sense that they, the way it was written by you, that, that they actually could feel themselves, like they were just riding shotgun with you and, and hanging <laughs> right. out with you. Yeah, which is good. yeah and it's, a, it's just a great, story so you, nobody you don't have to be single to read it it's not you know a dating advice book or anything it's a memoir about my a year in in my life um at a well i was there uh, at this firm i've been a matchmaker 16 years now but i was at that particular firm for seven so it was it chronicled one year of me at that place uh, matching these high end because the clients are the wealthier more affluent men who are hoping to meet a you know drop dead gorgeous woman to marry or have a long-term relationship with so they were so picky on the on the looks end 
And, um, yeah, so I chronicle a whole year. Plus, I've got the story of me and my husband, who is a Latin musician, so, and I'm a wacky redhead, always trying to get in the show, so we're like a real-life Ricky and Lucy. And then my mom, whose name is Donna, Donna Reed, and she lives up in Washington, and she was in it. And just a lot of great characters, uh, good stories, and, and, and it's true. So, so that even makes it more juicy, knowing that this stuff really goes on. So, yeah, it was fun. What is it like when somebody comes, like especially the, the wealthier people, and they they make specifics? Is it usually more, uh, like say, a man looking for a woman? Do they are they really? I guess looks are first if you want the trophy wife, they want them to look. But is there what other kind of specifics? Do they want them to be intelligent, funny, uh, speak other languages, play mm-hmm. sports, or interested in certain sports? What What are they usually? Because I'm, you know, you never know. You think I know that the public or the folks like me might think, oh, well, all they want is somebody good looking. Um, they don't care if they're smart. But well, then again, that's probably not necessarily true. No, right. So of course, men are visual. That's just the way they're wired right to for a man to, uh-huh, right. to be able to be physically you know intimate he has to get an erection which means he has to like what he sees to get that you know so um they're a little different <laughs> than women which we might like a sense of humor a powerful guy other qualities we don't have always have to have the most gorgeous guy in the room whereas the men they really focus in on the look they like. Now, some men might want real skinny, some want curvy, some like blonde, brunette, Latin, you know, African-American, Jewish. They all have their style or what they're looking for to fit into their life or their lifestyle, maybe a certain religious background or cultural background area they live in. But they always want to start with, do I, is she the look I like? Is she, does she have the body type I like? So once we've got that and then the age range, they usually want a little younger than themselves. So then, yeah, they do. They want a woman with the whole package, just like we do for the guys. They would love an intelligent woman because they have, you know, they're more affluent, like I said, upscale. So they're, she's got to fit into their um, workplace, uh, you know, social settings, uh, family. Uh, they travel a lot. They've, so they need a woman that can fit into that lifestyle, love a woman with a sense of humor. They, the biggest thing they, they say is, Marla, please find me a woman who's happy, happy with her life. Because a lot of times, even though you'd think this wouldn't happen anymore, a lot of women, uh, happen anymore, but a lot of women do treat the date like a therapy session. And they will, you know, spill, especially after a couple of glasses of wine, they'll be spilling their guts on, you know, their ex or their financial problems or their, you know, problems with their kids or health, whatever, what medications they're on. I mean, you name it, they, they tell you. And, and the guy, after a whole long day of work, he's just looking forward to sitting down to a dinner with a beautiful woman and having a great time and seeing if there's any chemistry for a possible relationship. So that's why, like we were talking to Anita, I said, just go without any expectations, just have fun. And, um, you know, and then it'll go from there. But the guys are, yeah, they're looking for the whole package. Um, I wouldn't really say a trophy wife. I mean, they just, men, I, I don't know any man who would say, you know, like let's say a man sees a woman at a cocktail party. She's totally not his type. He does not find her attractive. He's not going to go up and say, hey, I bet you have a brilliant mind and a beautiful soul. Let's go out. It's not going to happen. He has to like what he sees first. And then, right, and then he wants to know more after that. So it's unfortunate. It's shallow and it makes me upset as the women, you know, get older and stuff. It's like, ah, that's all you care about, you know, but, but, uh, so that's, that's life. So we're humans, right? That's what it is in 3D. Yeah. It, 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 
they're wired. It really is. And you know, I think I've read uh, read interviews with people who have had transgender surgery. Um, and they've even talked about whether it's going from man to woman or vice versa, recognizing that difference of how men are excited by the visual. Mm-hmm. So it really yeah. is. It really yeah. is their wiring. You're right. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that you, women have to look like a model or anything. But, but 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 do I always do encourage women to try to you know stay in shape, stay your best. Like as I get older, I keep my teeth whitened, you know, color my hair, go to the gym, try to stay stay my best, be your best you. You know, so you do feel good, and then you feel good in your body, and you radiate your confidence, and you're happy with yourself, and and that's going to show. So you don't have to be like Heidi Klum or something to get a man. Absolutely not. But but yes, men are visual. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least yeah, show that show that you care. Um, I think yeah. I saw a couple <laughs> once on what was it? Uh, um, what was the show? Uh, that makeover show. What? Oh yeah, there was the, 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 the swan. Remember that swan? The one called the swan. I the, remember that he one. Said, that my was, wife. Yeah. My, uh, my wife seems to dress like. Well, she has to just put on clothes because. And so. He said, that just seems to be her whole choice. It's just, well, I've got to put on something because you can't go out naked. You know, this is probably not literal. But, yeah, it matters. It matters if you show, like, you care that something's clean when you go out. These are things that don't take a lot of um, take a lot of money. Yeah, and the guys that do like a feminine, a woman's sure, feminine, nice, nice hand, manicure, you know, they like, they like that too. And I will say, a lot of women wear too much makeup. The guys, I hear this all the time, like, oh, she, has too, she was wearing too much makeup. Guys like a more natural look. So don't feel that you have to pile it all on. Because I see that a lot. Too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So less is more than makeup. Less is more. You don't have to spray don't the really... bottle of perfume on before you leave the house either. It's just very <laughs> subtle. <laughs> and now, so, so as we were talking, or when we were talking to Anita, if people come to see you, if people can see you in person, um, you mm-hmm. can talk to me about what you would yep. do with somebody like like somebody like Anita or Sherry because they're both on the West Coast, so they come to see you. Uh, tell me what sure. an appointment's yeah. like. Yeah, they'll come over. I have my home, my little uh, studio here at home in the San Fernando Valley, and I have my uh, table. And uh, well, I'll do some clearing on them first, and um, then they'll be on my table. And I have a whole. Um, I'll probably. I usually with them about an hour and a half. And we'll do the healing on the tables and some Reiki, some crystals, some just depending if they're single, we might want to really work on the heart chakra. I have a lot of different, some different modalities that, I, that I'll use. And then I usually, if they want, I give an angel reading as well. Um, so it's a really nice, beautiful, I mean, I use oils and crystals and candles and um, energetic uh, healing. Uh, it's, it's a really powerful and really very relaxing really nice. Um, I can tell you a story about a gal who, who was coming to me. She still comes to me, but she was coming to me. Um, she wanted to meet someone. She'd never been married. She was around 60, and she needed to do a lot of work around the heart chakra, so she'd come, and I'd do a session on her and would work on uh, her worth, self-worth, uh, releasing, forgiveness, a lot of heart chakra work, and um, after three sessions, then she did meet a great guy, and they ended up dating and living together. Um, so she opened up there, so that that helped a lot. That was beautiful. I love that's like mixing mixing the healing with the matchmaking, which was oh, very rewarding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's that was my next question. It's got to feel good to it, feel it like does. you helped. You and know, sort of. 
I love that. And then I do have occasionally a guy, a man will come, you know, a man will come over or they'll hire me to do the distance healing. And a lot of men, they, they haven't heard of it or anything, but they're willing to try, which is nice because men aren't as open to this stuff. As, of course, I don't ask the men if they want an angel reading. I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm too woo-woo, but, but they enjoy their energy work. That's good. I think that's got to feel good, too, if, if a guy, yes, I think sometimes we're more hesitant. And if they actually mm-hmm. make the effort and, and just get over whatever, um, you know, whatever reticence they have about it and come to you, that's a big step forward, too. I think that would, it, mm-hmm. I would imagine that that would sort of open up their souls and their spirits to receive a little bit more. Yeah. Of I what they're looking for. I get them to try to think out of the box and try to date someone maybe that's not their their types that they think they have to have, you know, certain hair color, eye color, height, whatever. I try to get them to open up and say, look, what do you got to lose? Just meet for happy hour. Just, and I try to energetically too open, help them uh, because it's just narrows. When you have such a narrow list, um, it, it narrows it down. It, it's just harder. I mean, the, the people that get in relationships the most that I see are people who are open. It's like, well, I don't care what color hair or how tall or, this, that, I just want to meet a good quality person, and then they're just open and they meet a lot of people, and then that's when it happens. Um, I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so if you're listening... To... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Well, I please. was going to say one more tip for the ladies, one more tip, because the women women often get caught up in the guy has to be six feet tall and tall or taller, right, the, on the height. And the average mm. American male is 5'9", and the average American woman is 5'4". So give a guy um, under 6 feet or under 5'10 a chance if you're one of those ladies that, I always live in my heels, you know. I say, well, I hope you're going to be very happy the rest of your life with your heels, you know, and they'll keep you warm at <laughs> night. But, but there's a lot of great guys out there that aren't, you know, quote-unquote tall, and but they're fabulous. So, so if you're one of those ladies, give it a chance. I, I, this, is your, this is your homework. Go out with one shorter guy. Uh, on your next date huh. and let me know how it goes. <laughs> you know, that is great. That is perfect because, and I know you say this, but I've seen people too that have like a certain physical requirement that they think this is my ideal person. And then when they finally find the, the love of their life, um, like especially a friend of mine in Vegas, uh, been married for 25 years to someone who looks nothing like the Barbie doll ideal he had. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. couldn't be a better match for him. Totally still in love. Yeah. Great couple all these yeah. years. And that's, just, what I'm, that's what I'm talking uh, about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they just enjoy each other. Like I said, it's about 20, 20, about 25 years. They just still, you can just feel, they just enjoy each other and just living with each other so mm-hmm. much. And, uh, yeah, if you had just open up your eyes a little bit and uh, check around. Heart. Well, yeah, and your heart too. Open, open your eyes. Open your heart. Um, I have been so happy to have you here tonight. So if you're still listening to this live, this is I've had author and psychic matchmaker Marla Martinson here, and um, right towards you can go to her website Marla Martinson dot com and order her books or learn more about her. This woman does. It would take me. Uh, it would take me a month to find tell you everything that she does. But she's, uh, like I said, Hey, I'm a Gemini. What can I say? There's two people here. Oh, she's a Gemini. <laughs> that tells you. She's yeah. doing double, yes. Uh, there's one, there's even one That's page right. on. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, she's even got one uh, one page on her blog called Cosmic Conversations, Interviews with Amazing Experts, and she's talked to almost everyone. Uh, it will take you a that's while to go YouTube through. Show. So if you get it, yeah, if you get yeah, what YouTube now? Show Cosmic Conversations. Oh. That's my YouTube show, Cosmic Conversations. Her mm-hmm. YouTube show, okay. The yeah. Cosmic Conversations is for the YouTube show, and of course you can also hear her um, Wednesdays. Mystical Matchmaker is her radio show on Blog Talk Radio like this. It's 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. The time sets in between. You ought to be able to figure out what they are. And just like uh, just like Madame Perry Salon or anything else on Blog Talk Radio or a podcast, you can listen live, but then it's always available later for you to download and listen to later in case you missed it. And don't forget to uh, – the newest book – is The Buddha Made Me Do It, uh, her other books, Diary of uh, Beverly Hills Matchmaker, Hearts on the Line, Amateur Night, Excuse Me, Your Soulmate is Waiting, and Worthy of Love. Uh, these totals, tell, I mean, the titles, the titles are great. They tell you what. And I am so happy you're here, and I'm so happy that uh, our mutual friend, Tony Green, introduced us. So, Tony, you're going to give some shout-out love yeah. to you. Thank you, Tony. And, uh, thank you, Tony. So if there's anything else, uh, do you have a final word? I guess because it's uh, Halloween's tomorrow and, right. and yeah. there are people. Make it, make, it a, make it a magical Halloween and do something special for yourself. Maybe you want to do that ritual of releasing or pamper yourself. And I'd love to hear from you, so connect with me. And thanks for having me, Madam Perry. It was so magical to be with you tonight on Halloween Eve. <laughs> And um, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening, and much love. Thank you. And by the way, on all of my social media, Madam Perry and for Jennifer Perry, I will have all the links for uh, Marla's website and uh, Twitter no and everything. And so, uh, what a this is something romantic. No moon at all. All right. I love you so much, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, Marla. Thank you, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.